listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast, where we're helping the world wake up and read the labels, discover the ethical brands out there that are using real ingredients. And I'm excited about this podcast episode because what is life without chocolate, right? You go to birthday parties, you go to events, maybe you open a bottle of wine and you want some nice chocolate. But a lot of those chocolates have hidden ingredients that are promoting inflammation and ultimately not making you feel amazing. So I'm excited today to bring on the co-founder of Nutsola. His name is Adam Kukoff. Nutsola started in their kitchen serving family and friends clean snacks, and it became a Kickstarter campaign in 2019. What's up, Adam? Welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me back on. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. For everybody that hasn't listened to our first episode, you were like one of the first five talking about Nutsola and your clean protein packed packages, bars, nuts, all these things. But you guys are doing so many amazing things that you actually expanded, I see. And now you have chocolate. Yeah, this really went on for about two years. Okay, Like it was always kind of a dream for us. Chocolate is definitely my favorite type of food. So we went off, you know, our whole core with our model is clean ingredients and no added sugar. So creating a chocolate bar with no added sugar So we wanted to sweeten with dates and it was a very difficult process finding the right co-manufacturer to help us make it. There's so much trial and error, but we were just so happy to get it out because the first consumers that bought it were just, they were obsessed and they didn't even know the difference between the product that they'd been eating in terms of the texture and consistency, the taste first hours. And that was kind of the goal because the thing with dates is that dates don't dissolve and that's because of the fiber component. So when you eat fruit, you just feel better. You have more sustainable energy. And that's really what we want people to feel when they're eating our product because they can have it from breakfast to dessert and always feel great. Yeah, I once read that chocolate isn't candy and that it is food. Yeah. And we associate we associate chocolate as, you know, bad for you or fattening yeah. and all these things. And it's really because sure, a lot of the chocolate on the market does have those effects on you and make you feel that way, but it's what's the ingredients inside. So you said it took about two years to make this product, right? Yeah. Okay. And so tell me about the taste testing. What was that like when you were trying to figure out exactly what it needs to taste like? Were you comparing it to other brands or anything like that? Yes, for sure. We know that not every consumer likes chocolate so bitter. So when you are mixing like the dates, it's not that same, like dates don't dissolve like an added sugar would. So when you put in a coconut sugar, cane sugar, completely dissolves in the chocolate. So we had to figure out a way that it's going to taste amazing. The texture is going to be really smooth. And we combine that with two nut butter flavors. So the nut butter adds like this great, also adds a little sweetness to it. So we have peanut butter and cashew butter. And then we have an almond crunch, which has, it's a nice crunch of quinoa and almonds. So 
it blends, it pairs really well together. And you don't, it's not too dark or it's too bitter Mm -hmm. for most consumers. They think it's just the right amount of sweetness. And not that we're like a keto brand by any means, but it is keto friendly for sure that anyone is looking for like a lower sugar product. So I think it could easily be mainstream chocolate bar. People don't even know the difference. Right. They don't. You know, that's the beauty. I mean, it's approved by my kids and they are critics when it comes to food. So (laughs) I want to dive into, and I'm currently trying to find, so sneaky, I'm trying to find the ingredients to just like a typical Hershey's bar, but sneaky can't even find it on their website. Hershey's chocolate bar ingredients, just because I'd like to read those out loud. They'll make it hard to find. It'll be like a, kind of like a maze on their website. Yeah. So for example, everybody listening, Hershey's chocolate milk bar, it's the first ingredient, sugar. Then you got your chocolate. Then you got your cacao butter. Then it's cocoa processed with alkali, milk fat, lactose. Yes, we're still going on. There's soy lecithin, PGPR, which what the heck is that? There's an emulsifier. There's vanilla in, which isn't even real vanilla. It's artificial. Then it actually says artificial flavor in milk. So right there, I mean, that's pretty alarming, right? All those ingredients. Yeah, I don't think they really care what they put in as long as it tastes good. And that's, that's like always a disappointing thing with food companies that become so big, they're all about just cheapening the ingredient cost so that they can make more money and make products that obviously, you know, they're trying to make them taste good, but they don't really care about your health at all. Absolutely. And um, I don't know if if you had felt this when you were younger, but whenever I used to eat like the Hershey's chocolate or any of the chocolates, I would break out when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And it was only when like I ate chocolate and it's just something that, you know, I always go back to like, like food is medicine and you're putting bad things in your body, like you're not going to feel good. Absolutely. I'm um, also checking out. I saw we're going to dive into the flavors you have, but my favorite flavor of Nutzola chocolate is the <laughs> peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, what's the popular peanut butter chocolate that people are grabbing off the shelf or filling their Easter baskets with or passing out Halloween candy stuff in stockings, yep. right? Holidays. Typically it's Reese's. So what, yeah. what's really inside of your Reese's is a bunch of bad things, but also there is dextrose, which is an artificial sweetener. There's also something called TBHQ. TBHQ is a common antioxidant that prevents fat oxidization. What does TBHQ do? I think that it is actually not allowed in European, the European Union's foods, right? But but we can have it here. And there's studies out there that show there's potential dangers of this ingredient. And so- Why would you put that in your food? I mean, yeah. it's mind boggling. It's always like a very sensitive topic, I feel, but there's a reason why, you know, obesity is a problem in the US. Mm-hmm. It's just because of what it's the food. Like other countries, you go to Europe, you go to other parts of the world, Japan, and you're like, you'll see, you know, more people are in shape. And I think it's just, it's due to the food that is being allowed to be consumed. We really want to be a difference maker with consumers that they can always trust our product. Every ingredient label is going to be clean. You know, we'll always tell you what's in the product. We'll never have an added sugar. We'll always be plant-based, gluten-free, you know, it's, and we want you to enjoy it. Like our products are sweet, but they're sweetened with dates. Yeah. You know, so it's, Yep. So I do want to read this ingredient label because I did read the peanut butter one with the dextrose and the TBHQ and emulsifiers, yada, yada. Yours is strictly all organic, but it's 
cacao, dates, peanut butter, cacao butter, and sea salt. That is it. Yeah. So tell all the listeners, what is the difference between if they are buying like a chocolate bar and the ingredient, and you may or may not know this, I don't know, but it'll say chocolate versus using cacao. Well, when they're, I would say most companies that, I I can't speak for every company, but most companies that are making their chocolate, they're buying pre-made chocolate. Okay. So they might buy like big blocks of chocolate and all they're doing is melting it down. Okay. This is like their formula. Mm -hmm. We're making the chocolate from scratch. Mm -hmm. So we have the cacao, we have the cocoa butter, and we have the dates and we're mixing everything together. So it's not this uh, pre-made process, essentially. Because when I first went to a chocolate facility, I really had no idea what to expect. But when you see these big, they look like giant candy bars. Wow. And they're just blocks of chocolate that they actually melt down. And it's already a pre-made recipe that they're consistently using in all their chocolates. Okay. So. And I'm reading that. I'm like, what's the difference between cocoa beans and cacao beans? And it looks. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. If you know it. Yeah. I mean, it's overly processed. Okay. You know, cacao is like the raw is like raw chocolate, uh-huh. whereas cocoa is a process. I'm not saying all cocoa is bad, but it just depends on the process. Cacao is really, you know, the plant by itself. And so it could be this healthy and it yeah. can be healing. It's from a natural source as Cacao. opposed to a lot of them yeah. that are just synthetically made in a lab. Yeah. For instance, like I do, instead of coffee in the mornings, I do cacao shakes. So it's just like 100% cacao powder with like a plant-based milk and uh, cacao has its mood boosting properties. You just feel better. You feel happy. That's why people also like chocolate because it makes you feel happy. Mm-hmm. So if you eat raw cacao by itself, you'll have that feeling. And there also is a tiny bit amount of caffeine in cacao. So winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's how I make my mocha. I'll do some, I'll do oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, coffee, throw in a little maple syrup, or some honey, and then I'll use the cacao. And it tastes amazing. Yeah. So tell me this. You got these chocolate bars. They're out on the market. I know a lot of our clients that are inside of our membership have already tried them, reported back. They're posting all over our platforms. We love this stuff. It's so good. It's so good. How do you guys want to impact the food industry as a whole? We just want to be this innovative brand where we're constantly coming out with new products and uh innovating categories in terms of how people are consuming like their snacks. So instead of using added sugars, you know, only sweetening with fruit, never having added sugar or sugar alcohols, being transparent with everyone. And uh, we're definitely a really young brand, but as you know, like we have so many products and we constantly are innovating and we have a huge product roadmap. We can't wait to like get all of our products out there. Love it. Love your mission. I saw a recent article with research showing that heavy metals were found in some popular chocolate brands and the internet went crazy, right? They're all sending me DMs saying, hey, does this chocolate have heavy metals? And does this chocolate and heavy metals show or heavy metals can have an effect on children and adults health? So is this something that you guys test for over at Natsola? And did you get any of those results back? Well, to be honest, like when we initially we made the chocolate, this was in December, And then this whole article came out about all these brands showing high levels of cadmium and lead. And we were super concerned because we've never been in the chocolate space before. And we didn't know this was a main issue. So we immediately sent an email to our supplier 
about this and uh, they got back and they really educated us, which I think is just part of the process. And all of our batches are tested prior to production. So when they're making the cacao, it's actually tested before and all of our levels are well below the Prop 65, which is the most, I would say, extreme thing in California where you actually need to have a label on it to say your levels are above a certain amount, whereas the rest of the country, you don't need that. Mm -hmm. But all of our uh, cacao is tested and um, I'm happy to share all the information with everyone because uh, I think some brands are, are a little maybe scared to show the transparency, but we want to make sure everyone feels comfortable. And I think this issue goes more than just chocolate because it's a natural occurring thing in many different types of foods, especially that come from the ground, like spinach, kale, broccoli, like there could be levels of cadmium lead in those foods as well, which we don't really talk about. But this is supposedly the reason why there's higher percentage of heavy metals is because it's just sourcing cheaper cacao in different parts of the world is what our supplier said. So we supply our cacao from Ecuador, whereas there's many companies that supply from Africa. And supposedly that's where it's occurring. And when you're a big conglomerate, I'm not saying every single brand is like this, but sourcing cheaper cacao is not always the way to go because there could be more risks with this. Yeah. And that's apparently what we're reading. So that's good to know that you guys got those results back. And so anybody listening, if you are interested in getting more information that there's, I guess, research, people love the numbers and love the scientific studies. So you can reach out to them, but that's why we love this dad chocolate even more. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So you're definitely in the clean eating space and I commend you for your work. So thank you. We need more companies like that. Let's talk about, and I think you touched base on this, but let's dive into a little more, but the fiber components of eating fruits, yes. such as dates, which is in all of your bars, right? That's yeah. everyone listening. That's the only sweetener that is in this chocolate is like, it's yeah. real food, it's dates, it's a fruit. And so there's a difference of the amount of fiber and the benefits that you get from eating dates versus these added sugars in that you typically find in chocolate, correct? Right. I think one thing I always try to explain to people is when you eat a fruit, like I ask them this question, do you ever feel like you're going to crash when you eat fruit? Like, have you ever felt like, no, oh, so no, no, ever, no, you know? So when you're eating our product, like all we're sweetening is with fruit. So when you have fruit, you have fiber. But if you extract that fiber, there's nothing to slow down that process. So the sugar is spiking your blood sugar. You get this real high and then you crash because there's no fiber to slow it down. So the fiber is really, it's so underrated and not really talked about all the time. And it's something that when you eat fruit, you just don't have that effect of this crash where that will slow down your day instantly. And um, while I think life is about balance, and like, if you have a dessert, you know, after dinner, totally fine, but you're not going to be up all night, you know, like you're, you're going to sleep, so you don't need that energy throughout the day. So with our products, you can eat it throughout the day, feel great, feel energized and have sustainable energy, not just not feel like you're drinking like an energy drink and crashing. Right. For sure. It's a great alternative or it's, it is the sweetener that everyone should be using. 
Tell me this. Well, I would like to tell everybody this, actually, as far as when you are reading labels, if you find a product and you're reading the ingredients and it has the only sweetener listed is dates, odds are the other ingredients surrounding it are going to be pretty good, pretty squeaky clean. That that generally is going to mean that's a high quality product. If you are reading the label and you see an artificial sweetener or high fructose corn syrup could be one you're seeing brown rice syrup, a lot of these sneaky sweeteners, well, odds are the other ingredients around it aren't going to be very good either. So that goes to, again, kudos to you guys on using good ingredients. So... Adam, you and I, we're starting to see brands like yours, right, that are that are clean and they are ethical and they're using very high quality ingredients. But what's happening is the giants in the food industry or the food market are coming in, sweeping in, buying these companies. Yeah. What's not cool is that sometimes these ingredients change without the consumer knowing. It's like they trust the brand, right. but then they have to stay aware of what ingredients to avoid, how to read the label in order to not get caught in the consumer trap. So what do you think about that? I notice this as a consumer because I think first and foremost, like I've always been a consumer of clean brands you know, before I started the business. So yeah. as I'm eating one of my favorite buffalo sauces, it was a Primal Kitchen, for example. They they had this buffalo sauce with cashew butter as like the main, as kind of the main, one of the main ingredients. And all of a sudden, like I see a new recipe and it's just filled with gum and just completely changed. You know, I'm pretty shocked that like certain brands would go this way, you know, certain brands I would expect to be, okay, remain clean, but then it just becomes very sneaky, which I don't appreciate that as a consumer. You know, you should at least tell everyone like that. This is what you're adding yeah, to not be deceiving. Right. And I'm certain they're doing it to either retain shelf life or to drive the cost of the particular product down yes. with a cheaper ingredient in order to make that bigger profit. I mean, that's yes. that's why they're in that space because of their big profits they're making. Yeah. I think 100%. I can't speak exactly what they're saying, but I know they switched yeah. from nut-based to, like, to be allergen-free maybe for this product. But, you know, when you're using gums, like you're using gums to thicken the product. So it's really... It's cheapening it yeah. so that they're making more profit. Yeah. You know? Such a bummer. Okay. So I'm not here to toot my own horn at all, but I know that you did want to discuss customers reaching out to you about wake up and read the labels. Yes. So that's exciting that at least these, I mean, these people are coming and talking to me. So yeah. it sounds like they're coming and talking to you as well. It's amazing. You know, I, I can't tell you how many customers say, oh, I know like, I watch uh, Wake Up and Read the Labels and like I've been following Jen for a while and um, I tried it. I love it. This was so many customers reached out to me after the chocolate launch and said how much they love the chocolate, how great they're feeling. Talk to me about their favorite flavors. And um, they just, it's amazing the community that you've built because I think a lot of like when people are growing up, like so much educating on food is really from your family and you don't always get that growing up. And Everyone that's been listening to you throughout the years is really getting educated on everything. And reading the labels is so simple. It, it really doesn't take time to flip over the packaging and just read the ingredients and just knowing like, oh, this ingredient, like, I don't know what this is, like, probably not good for me versus something that you're aware of. And it's a whole food. And, you know, if you treat food like medicine, you're going to feel great. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing. 
For sure. Thank you. Where should people be eating this chocolate? I know me personally, I eat the chocolate for breakfast sometimes, or I just eat it throughout my day. I'll have a little square, a little square there, or I'll eat the whole dang bar. Where are you seeing people eating this chocolate? I think I would say mostly for dessert, but I have customers that eat, you know, some squares because we have, uh, there's eight squares for bars. So you can snack on a few squares per day. Like if it's like after lunch as a snack, you know, you're going to feel great eating the chocolate. It'll even give you like a boost because it is dark chocolate and just depends. Some customers are, I've had customers that are eating the entire bar in a day and, you know, some are doing four squares or, mm-hmm. or two. It's, it's really up to how much of a chocolate out of there. Exactly. Wherever you're eating chocolate, you just need to swap it out for this one and you'll feel so much better. Yeah. So I noticed, I noticed looking at your label that you do have the amount of protein, the, the amount zero grams of added sugar. And I do find it interesting, but you have to do it. You guys say, hey, it's gluten-free, it's vegan, it's keto-friendly, it's non-GMO, it's USDA organic, which really this should just be food. You shouldn't need to apply for all these labels, right? All the other food that's not food should be written all over as poison. So how do you feel about, I guess, do you have to apply for those things when you are putting those on the label? Yeah, like USDA organic was definitely a, a big process making sure like every ingredient was organic. Um, the facility needed to have like certain steps in order to make our product. So, I mean, it at the end of the day, it's a moneymaker for a lot of these certifications, like non-GMO, like you can get away with non-GMO verification and like the, the ingredient label could be just all over the place with, yeah. you know, all these questionable ingredients, which I don't believe in. I was never a believer in getting all these certifications because I think it's super deceiving. Because uh-huh. all these these brands that have terrible ingredients, they put these certifications at the front. Yep. That's all they're hiding behind. You know, they put their tiny ingredient list on the back. And that's just not us. And I hate deceiving consumers. I couldn't have a business being a food business if I was doing that. Like I as a as a person, yeah. Like it just I couldn't do it. Right. Where do you guys get the name from Dad? I'm assuming it's dates. Yeah. It was a plan where I thought of it like years ago. I was just like, well, we're all about dates. Like, let's have do something fun with it and call it like that chocolate. And the idea is that we're creating a whole line of chocolate sweetened with dates, not just like chocolate bars, but as we move into other types of products, that could kind of be our thing and be kind of the leader there. You know, because I think there's some other brands that do it, but like not really mainstream. Like we're, we're consistent with all of our products, not just one of them. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of just a fun thing. I hope people are are enjoying the name. Yeah, I love it. We say who dad here in New Orleans. So everything's that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's what I was thinking. You know, I know they say that in Cincinnati, like yep. who day and, um, who day. you know. That's cute. I like it. Maybe you got to get in the, uh, I think get in the stadium. Maybe it could be, a, yeah. you know, a thing with the Saints. That would be cool. So the dad chocolate difference for those of you who are concerned about those meaningful or not meaningful labels, there's no added sugar. It's organic. It's vegan. It's keto friendly. No sugar alcohols, no stevia, which we love, or monk fruit competitors. So the chocolate you are seeing on the market, what do they do? They add sugars. Pretty much most of it's not organic. 
They also have sugar alcohol, such as erythrol. Yeah. Often contains dairy and is not the good kind of dairy. It's the dairy that promotes inflammation plus soy lecithin. Yeah. Soy is one of the most high GMO crops out there and soy is wrecking your day. I'm here to tell you. So, yeah. Adam, you've been amazing. Where can people find that chocolate? Yeah. So we exclusively launched it on our website and in some small stores, but I don't want people going on a treasure hunt, really. So I would buy it from our website. It's um, www.nutsola.com. And you'll see all of our products there. You can buy it as a variety pack or you can buy each flavor by itself. Beautiful. And they have the cashew chocolate, they have peanut butter chocolate, and they also have almond chocolate. So I would say the almond is a great swap to the Nestle Crunch Bar, right? Yeah. Very similar. Because it has a quinoa in it too. So you get a perfect crunch. It just depends on my mood. Sometimes I go for the the almond crunch versus the uh, peanut butter. I'm into them all, but peanut butter, love like a Reese's. I've even stuck mine in the freezer. And then cashew is just like smooth, good chocolate. Yeah. Wish I had one now, Adam. Yeah. I ate them all. You should have told me. I would have sent more. (laughs) It's okay. I ate them all in like three days. The whole box is gone. It's funny. I was talking to a customer in New Orleans and I'm sending him a bunch of chocolate. I see you have a bunch of cold days coming up early next week. So that's a good time to to send the chocolate. Perfect. I bet I bet that's one of my clients. <laughs> if it's New Orleans, gotta be. Yeah. Okay. So for everybody listening, go to notsola.com. Use the code wakeup10 for 10% off. You can also follow them on social media platforms at Nutsola. We're going to be linking it beneath the podcast. You can just grab that quick link and get yourself some chocolate. Make a post. We want to see what you're pairing your chocolate with. Yeah. Or if you're not pairing it at all, tag Nutsola, tag wake up and read the labels. Yeah. And otherwise, Adam, thank you. Yeah. I always respond to DM. So everyone feel free to, to message me. I always want to hear your experience. So yeah, please reach out. Yeah. Reach out to Adam. He's a very kind human being as well. So huh. thanks, Adam. So great to see you. Okay. You too. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Wake Up and Read the Labels.